The following podcast contains subject matter that may be unsuitable for more sensible viewers. Views expressed here do not reflect that of any community that you would want to be a part of. Listener discretion is mandatory. Mama, what this means me? No, 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 no. Yeah, so did you watch the elections last night? Yeah, I watched uh, the uh, Surfs were doing a live stream where they were, I think they were going off of, I want to say the global or like the CBC mm-hmm. stream, and they but they had some guests and stuff. So I watched a bit of that, then I had to go to a thing, and then when I came back, they were done. So I watched a bit of the Chapo one, and like Rob Rousseau was doing a bit of one. Yeah. It was, didn't seem that entertaining aside from like the couple of highlights yeah because i mean like the good news is that maxime bernier uh lost spectacularly so uh that's good my my joke of the day is because the ppc the people's party of canada the only party truly speaking for the working class of (laughs) canada and (laughs) but hold on hold on so the ppc uh had a pretty big presence as far as signs go in the town that i'm living in right now really which was really oh yeah they were everywhere like they're but but looking at the uh results of the election they had more signs than voters so (laughs) (laughs) that that restored my faith in humanity like my writing still went conservative which is predictable but bullshit but a little bit of my faith in humanity was restored. No, that's fair. And meanwhile, on the East Coast, uh, mine was slightly lost as the Bloc Quebecois uh, managed to uh, sweep pretty much all of Quebec, running on a platform of um, no oil pipelines, national identity, and uh, not having a brown guy in charge of the party. Like, that seemed to do well for them, and they uh, they managed to sweep Quebec doing that. Oh, do you have any idea how the Bloc are on, like, trans issues? Are there other... Have they said anything about it? As far as I know, they don't do anything. Uh, the Bloc Quebecois... Uh, do you support legalization of same-sex marriage? Public statements. Yes. Well, that doesn't really answer much. Because well, they're, they're really weird about their like politics because they're like they're super racist and like and nationalist but also they like social programs and environmentalism and shit like that yeah so so Steph explained this to me and it's a very interesting concept which is basically they're an amalgamation of like a bunch of weird fringe French Canadians where it's like you do have the socialists who care about the uh, the environment which is like funny because like there's some stuff with the block that I actually care about like in terms of like the environment I think that's important when it came to their issues on like even national identity that was interesting too and um, I think what it is is that and Steph pointed this out to me as well uh, Quebec has a long history of problems with religion uh, and yes there is the whole uh, xenophobic element in terms of just flat out racism which is more rural Quebec which is interesting but it's to do with the fact that apparently like uh, not even that far back uh, like fucking Steph's parents generation would have like Catholic priests show up to their house and demand that the house have more children so their idea of of any religious symbols in any element of power is a huge no-no to them, which has this weird overlap, like in a Venn diagram of just outright racists. So it's weird. It's just, they got to xenophobia and racism, but just taking the long way there to get there. So you're saying that this is a functionally a nation that is culturally run by edgy YouTube atheists. (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Sar- Sargon du Akkad <laughs> Poor 
Benjamin Shapiro. No, he's Jewish. That wouldn't work. Yeah, yeah, that's fair enough. Anyways, everybody, <laughs> welcome to this week's episode of Trinifesto. Yes, Trinifesto, the ugly senior year school photo of podcasts. Your only source for uh, Canadian election updates about yeah. like a day, in, how whenever this comes out, yeah. days after <laughs> the election. But now you know. Yeah, exactly. I, I'm pretty sure all of you can get past this. Also, too, you'll notice that we're one voice less this episode. Uh, that's right. Uh, Amy has gone to space to claim the moon for the gays. So we we salute our cosmonaut Amy, and we look forward to her speedy return back to the planet Uranus. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> no. <laughs> Anyways, so this week, uh, yeah, it's just Re and I. Uh, we were uh, we are deciding that we wanted to, you know, maybe take it nice and slow and just hop over the pond again to our favorite uh, tiny island full of pasty people. That's right. From the UK, the Telegraph newspaper, we have, by caving into trans activists, always have eliminated women. By the way, always in this case, referencing uh, the the feminine hygiene products. We really need to get our articles from something other than either British tabloids or Catholic. But they are so juicy. They are so (laughs) good. Like nothing else. And I've looked. There is nothing. Look, I mean, like for our listeners, I paid for a subscription to the fucking Telegraph newspaper. Uh, it's a 30-day trial. I'm going to cancel. Just for this article alone. Because it's just... North American politics when it comes to, like, transgender and LGBT issues. Yes, there's lots of weird people. There's people that think hurricanes are caused by gay people. But there's this weird, small, like, edge that a lot of people won't go over in terms of just overt sexism. Or, over, or sorry, overt transphobia. Uh, that the UK seems to have just mastered. They just... They don't even care about that threshold anymore. If there was another country in English that had a terrible article, I'm all for it. And if you're a listener and you think that, hey, I know some terrible articles I'd love to be heard online, uh, please send them to us because we would love to uh, expand beyond just shitty, shitty UK tabloids. But whatever, we work with what we got. By caving into trans activists, always have eliminated women. And this is by Julie Bindell. Uh, Julie Bindell, of course, looking like what would happen if a sad pug became a person. So let's uh, let's start here. Hey, that sounds lovely. I you think so? Don't say that. You think that? I love I love a sad pug. This picture. This, by the way, this article starts off with a holy shit. It starts off with like what appears to be like a a low resolution JPEG, like blown up of an old Venus pad. It's real bad. It's it's real bad. Oh fuck! It's terrible. Like, uh, anyways, always the sanitary pad brand has given into claims of discrimination by transgender men and removed the Venus symbol of the female sex from its wrapping. A trans activist tweeted in July asking always why it was necessary to have the sign on their sanitary wear. I mean, so far, that seems pretty cool. I mean, we don't cover a lot of trans guys' issues or subjects on our show, which we'd like to do more of, but you know, none of us are fully authorized, considering that we looked at uh, being a guy and said, uh, fuck that. It's nice to have a conversation. I think this is a very nice thing. It's a very simple gesture. It doesn't really do much. It's just a sanitary pad. The tweet read, there are non-binary and trans folks who still need to use your products too, you know? Which, again, I'm, this is seems like one of those things where, you know, one or two people brought something up in a fairly polite way, and it's going to be portrayed as, and this, the company was like, oh, yeah, that's a good point, and then it's going to be portrayed as, like, the entire left has been triggered, like... I mean, I, I get from a, a standpoint with, in terms of the company, that's just purely based on capitalism this is free publicity it costs them probably nothing to do this and they you know it's there are people that are not necessarily identifying as women 
that needs sanitary pads. But anyways, let's let's get down to the meat of the article. One of the defining moments for me and for most females on the planet was when I started menstruating. I was 12 Same. years Yeah, it's big mood. I was 12 <laughs> years old and it was 1974. And the I was tr- 27, but... <laughs> and the Charleston just came out in 1974. It was the roaring 70s. Cocaine was everywhere. A menstruation on the grow. <laughs> It wasn't that common for girls to have been sat down by their mother and told what to expect before it actually happened. And when my period came, I felt anxiety and more than a little embarrassment. That's fair. I mean, like Rain, I I, I dread she's eight, seven at this point in time, coming up to eight. And it's uh, like, I don't know how I'm going to have that conversation, especially if they look up to me and they go like, you know, what's it like for you? I'll be like, well... I bled for three months and then I'd stopped. So uh, I'm sorry. I got nothing for you. <laughs> I just had, I, I had, I, I went to the doctors and then had all of my period pain <laughs> stuck into like about six months and then didn't have to worry about it anymore. Honey, mama so. had a period, uh, periodectomy, uh, which means that I don't have to do this, uh, but I also can't go into the bathroom. It's a trade off. But today, things... Think about the feminists that would lose their fucking mind <laughs> if you made that comparison to them. I like... know, I know. But today, things are different, thankfully. Increasingly, girls are taught from an early age that menstruation is a natural process and nothing to be frightened or ashamed of. Until, of course, the extreme <laughs> trans activists got involved. <laughs> what? Wait. It's just a bunch, of tra- a bunch of trans women on, like, skateboards, like, <laughs> t- doing ollies and drinking Red Bull. Like, that's that's the extreme trans activist. Uh, gnarly is now a trans uh, gender phrase. Uh, we've co-opted 90s skate slang, so it's dope and ill and sick. My, my pronouns are dude and bra. <laughs> oh my god, dude has come full circle. Yay! Yeah, are we allowed to say dude again? Yeah. Are we allowed to- <laughs> Look, it's me like look, my problem is like I just I like nineties skate slang. I did it ironically for a while and now it's just become part of my vocabulary. So it's very hard not to say dude on a normal day to day basis. It fucking sucks. Well, yeah, but also like the only like non dated things that have the same impact as those phrases are all like african-american vernacular english yeah that's true so what you what you have to be like you know much more like careful with like it's yeah like i i i like i love to say like i know i'm not not supposed to call everybody dude but also so i still feel a little dirty saying fam yeah yeah but but it's even even though it has the same impact yeah uh i think white people are reduced to saying folks uh, I think that's all white we're allowed just to. Should, white, white people just shouldn't be allowed to speak, period. Yeah, exactly. I think it should be illegal. Uh, cancel, to... cancel white people 2019. Uh, yeah. I think it's fair. Everybody wins. I... Uh, we get rid of Andrew Shear. Andrew Shear, of course, looking like a young boy who just learned about the word vagina uh, and can't <laughs> say anything. Um, so look that up. You'll see pictures of him and you'll agree that uh, that's exactly what it looks like. Uh, also, follow up to that. He also does look like he's about to get uh, fucking destroyed by some Oompa Loopas at a chocolate factory. There, go look at a picture of him. That is exactly what Andrew Shear looks like. Always replied that we are glad to inform you that as of December, we will use a wrapper design without the feminine symbol. The brand's public relations team added that the change is set to come in late 2019 and that gender neutral period products would hit stores in January of 2020. Wow, that's actually really fucking cool. Like, I think that's awesome that they're doing that as much as yeah, it's good for them they went and, and also you know again this is rainbow capitalism i was just about they to looked say. at that yeah they were they looked at this and then went to their marketing team and they're like hey does this need to be on there and people and people were like well you know people are everybody's so performatively woke now that like you know it we we would get 
it would look better for us if we took it off and made a statement about it rather than like leaving it on and hoping that's just good marketing in and of itself. Well, ex- so. exactly. And I mean, the, they're also trying to get capitalized on because eventually like there is going well, not eventually there is a need in the market for this right now. And so some company had to do it. So why not them? Uh, you know, mm-hmm. anyways, so next paragraph. Wow. Oh, Jesus. Um, Wow. The editorializing begins. (laughs) Here we go. Wow. If only us feminists could get a result as significant as a major brand changing its entire marketing strategy so easily. I wish it only took a tweet or two to pressurize advertisers into ditching sexist and demeaning images of women, for example. But usually we are simply ignored. I don't... Look, I I will agree that there's probably uh, a lot of sexist imagery. There is. Not probably. There is. But I remember lots of fucking companies caving to uh, demands of people that would identify as feminists for good reasons. So I don't. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, that's like fucking. I mean, there's probably like a different sort of pressure, more in the sense that like you know, Hooters isn't going to change its branding or or anything to appease feminists but also hooters isn't going to start hiring like obvious trans women either so i mean i uh, i think i think the, the, the I think types of the types of companies that aren't interested in changing for feminists are the same ones who aren't interested in changing for trans people either it's like true. it's not a it's true i think the yeah. i think the onus uh, especially in the hooters situation is on us uh, to be get uh, bigger titties to uh crush the patriarchy but like also like burly burly uh paper towels had their whole thing where they put a you know butch ass woman on the cover as well because they we're feminist as well like this shit happens all the time yeah. you can't pretend that it doesn't like it's all it's all bull it's all bullshit 100%. but it does happen all the time and that burly woman on those uh burly paper towels is now a center point in most lesbian households so i'm just saying new traditions can come <laughs> from capitalism so they have a screenshot of a tweet here i'm going to quickly read uh it's from coco mcglinchy that that has got to be a fake name uh at always totally ridiculous this symbol represents the feminine uh, which is who your product are for. Removing the symbol isn't the answer, <laughs> but women aren't being erased? Well, erasing our symbol from a feminine hygiene product says otherwise. Wait, wait. So this tweet is saying because they've altered their product packaging, it erases women? I don't know. So, is it a slow news thing? Were you, re- were you reading that with its punctuation? Yes. Thank you. I, I was. I, I could just tell like the boomer ass weird choices in punctuate punctuation. It was so hard. And then, yeah, at the end, boycott always. Uh, hash or sorry, hashtag boycott always. Hashtag stop erasing women. Which, okay. Anyways, moving on. To add insult to injury, the announcement from Always that it would be eliminating any mention of the female sex from its products was made on National Period Day devised to strive towards menstrual equality. Some trans activists even claim that trans women, natal males, can have period-like <laughs> symptoms once a month. I, look, I, as anybody who can tell you on hormones, if you regulate that in a certain way, and if you take the right co- uh, combination of stuff, you do get this one week a month where you just feel weird. I guess it's the best way I can describe it? Well, there, 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 there is definitely people who, you know claim that something that there is an intrinsic aspect of them being trans like separate from the medical stuff has period symptoms which i can i have no i don't have the experience into comment so you know send 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 tweets share your stories yeah exactly get your your voice out there if that's your if that's you i'm in the same boat as three like i've never done it myself but like i've understood that people have done it um and i've seen enough people i'm good like i like literally i have to sit around like well can't have kids. Can't do this. 
can't do that. At least I don't have a period. Yeah, like, exactly. At least if I, you know what? If if I have to take one good thing from this experience <laughs> is that, which is nice because whenever I'm at a workplace, all of the other women sync up to me, and it makes it a much more productive workplace. It's totally true. It's totally true. Uh, my favorite was when I used to work at Apple, and then every once in a while, someone would forget that I was trans, and they'd look over at me and they're like, so how do you handle your period? And I'm just like, ah. Uh, I guess, uh, never. See, I, 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 instead I bleed out my mouth. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I just, I just summoned an old God. It's, uh, it's very weird for me. Earlier this year, I wrote about Kenny, a trans man chosen to front the I'm on campaign, which aimed to take down the stigma out of periods. I said then, as I will say now, that choosing a person who hated her female body to the point of transitioning as an ambassador for such a campaign sent exactly the wrong message. Oh, that is, that is vitriol oh that's i feel dirty reading that oh for starters yeah love love the uh misgendering yeah and yeah it's rough yeah no it's just like i mean there's a lot of time back there but there's also more articles so let's keep going but of course the trans activists now have a stranglehold on much of our culture and legislation i keep reading this it sorry i i i I don't want to pause every fucking sentence but we keep reading this in almost everything we have no power we don't. It's literally the whole point why we're bitching because we have nowhere else to go. Yeah, uh, but there's a there's there's a bunch there's a couple of us. We're incredibly loud. We're good at guilting well-meaning liberals yeah. into and then and then and they are the ones who buy products and then companies change their shit so that they can sell more stuff to well-meaning liberals. We're that's it. That's what our power is. Oh my fucking god. I'm sure that those behind I'm On felt that it was much more important to be suitably woke than to make real material changes for girls and young women. Again, I would like to also point out that earlier, just a few paragraphs ago, they brought up about National Menstruation Day, which was a good thing in terms of destigmatizing it, and then somehow by having one ad campaign with one trans guy on there, uh, apparently that undermines everything. Um, so I, I wish I knew it was that easy because then I would have uh, absolutely uh, overridden everybody just by asking Cheerios to uh, stop being gay Fruit Loops. Wait, that was the other way around. Fuck it. Never mind. We're going on. The increased in wholly unreasonable demands of the extreme trans activists are usually met with fear and instant capitulation. We are told that terms such as pregnant women and breastfeeding are now transphobic. Wait, what? Wait, what? I, well, I mean, if you're if you're talking about a pregnant woman, I, then she's a pregnant woman. Yeah. But like, if you're talking about a pregnant man, what's like happens sometimes. Then it's a pregnant. You can do that. Yeah. And also, breastfeeding. Wait, yeah, that was is a gender neutral term. Yeah, I was just gonna say, like, pregnant women, maybe, maybe in some arguable way, you could say that's transphobic somehow. Yeah, like, preg- maybe, maybe in, the, in a broad situation, you could say pregnant people. Yeah, it's the same amount of but syllables, whatever. But like, breastfeeding do, is a gender neutral. Are term. these people under the impression that men don't have breasts? Like, I'm very. Is there is, is there any like source for this? What is the what is the gender neutral term of breastfeeding? Is it now just there are tra- there are, there are trans women who can breastfeed? Like, what the fuck are they talking yeah, about? Yeah, sorry, we're, we. We shall now use the uh, gender-neutral uh, version of breastfeeding, which is chest feeding, which sounds titty disgusting. Titty snacking. Yeah, exactly. It Nipple is- nibbling. <laughs> <laughs> Milking the duds. Titty, titty tasting. Jug chugging. Oh, fuck, that's a good one. <laughs> White tears. <laughs> it is not enough to accept trans women for who they are, but rather we're now bullied into saying that they are real women. Wait, you're not even accepting us for who we are. This is the whole point. This is... Anyways, but they are not, and trans men are still, however much this may pain some to admit, natal females. 
Wow, we've now gone from biological, by the way. We've now moved over to natal, which is... Political correctness, not only for the fucking well-meaning liberals anymore. Yeah, exactly. That means, in the immortal words of Alice Cooper, only women bleed. Noted noted feminist icon, Alice Cooper. (laughs) If this craziness goes any further, the world will become a better better place for everybody, and everyone will be... I'm just kidding, that part's not in there. If this craziness (laughs) goes any further, women will not be allowed to name ourselves as such, for fear that we will be branded bigots. We will be required to call ourselves cisgender and refer to trans women nearly as women. Well, first off, you are cisgendered. You don't have to refer to yourself as that. It's just that's the medical terminology that we're all going for. It's the word. Yeah. Words mean things and things have words. Exactly. And following up to that, uh, yes, you should absolutely refer to us as women. You don't refer to uh, uh, other groups that are like cisgendered women. You don't say like Asian women or black women unless it's a somehow relevant to the situation. They are all women. Yeah. And plus, like, there are women, like, if you're like... There are cisgendered women who don't menstruate or, like, just, like, there's all kinds of, like, variation. Like, by broadening your terminology in situations where broad terminology is, like, necessary, it only makes your words more true. Exactly. Say what you mean and mean what you say, and your choice of words is important in that. And by broadening the way that you say things you more accurately represent what you're saying exactly and i mean like there's like look there are some people that uh, that maybe even say like hey we shouldn't say trans women all it's just women but it's like in certain situations a descriptor of that is necessary depending on whether it's medical or look we can all dream up scenarios in which it's valid but for the most part we all fall under that umbrella we don't you know if a woman is born without a uterus like a cisgendered woman let's say is born without a uterus that woman is no less a woman than anybody else it's just somebody who does not have that problem i know i know people who are fucking like natal males who are born with a uterus like yeah what the fuck like, like this is like whole point it's just like and i think the point of pretty much every uh, trans scientist uh, and philosopher is just like it's too broad a term like it's biology is fucky and we need to acknowledge that it's fucky and just kind of go with it not only are biological men including sex offenders wow they just mm. okay okay i just want to pause you uh since i am not behind the paywall i have a pirated version of this amazing article (laughs) uh as as someone who's behind the the, uh, paywall how much of this has uh, sources cited or has things highlighted as links to other articles? They have, they're basically all lifted to, wow, mostly other uh, Telegraph articles, <laughs> uh, which is great. Uh, one to a Wikipedia defining cisgender and a, <laughs> oh, from the Times. I mean, like, there's not really any studies or anything like that. It's just somebody said something somewhere, which is, hey, if we're doing that, then, I mean, all's fair game. Uh, I heard uh, turfs like to fuck ducks. Um, I don't have to source this. I can just say it's on a website somewhere. I'll tweet this later on and then I can reference it. It's great. Yeah, but like whenever when they say including sex offenders, the fact that I can like think and be like, yeah, there's like probably there's definitely it's one of two people that they're referring to. Yeah. Well, like I there are some people out there in the world that do terrible awful things and eventually just by statistics one of them or two of them um if not now then later will be trans women not because they are trans women it's just because we are still people people exactly and people do terrible things but at the same time too if the question that they're trying to in the the philosophical argument they're trying to have is like do you deny a trans woman 
medical care in prison, the question you should be asking is, do you deny somebody medical care in prison? If your answer to that is uh, no, then this is the same thing. I don't like arguing for it, uh, especially if the person's truly done something atrocious, but this is this is what we have to apply to people. It's not so much a, a transgender issue as it is a people issue. Plus, like, I mean, Alma, in all these cases, it's all, like, it's always stuff that, like, anything that they have done is just as legal if they were cis, and also anything that they do in prison is just as punishable as if they were cis. Like, yeah. so this is, that's a conversation for another day, but it's, like, it's- such a... It's such a bad turf talking point. That I, they have like yeah. two or two or three like of these like examples that they trot out of like, you know, really sketchy trans women who have like ended like who have done fucking crimes that would be crimes if it was a cis per if it was any cis person as well. Yeah, like, exactly. It's it's one of those correlation causation things. Just because they are a trans mm-hmm. women doesn't mean that they did this, it's because they are a terrible person that they have done this. All right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, back from that paragraph. So not only are biological men, including sex offenders, allowed in women's prisons, hospitals, hostels, and refuges, we now have a situation reported this week that a number of police forces are recording suspected and convicted rapists as female if they no longer wish to identify with their male birth sex. This means that... Citation needed. Yeah, exactly. Uh, they have a citation, oddly enough, which I will... Oh, they do? What is this one? Uh, what is this this one? is a uh, from the Times. Police force let rapists record their gender as female. So somebody... Oh, yeah, this is behind a uh, paywall, but from what I can read here, it looks like uh, this has happened at some point in time. So, I mean, again, this comes back to our point earlier, which is just that we're not saying it doesn't happen. It's just that mm-hmm. these people are terrible who happen to be trans. Um, yeah. All right. So if they no longer wish to identify with their male birth sex, this means that if a woman is raped by a man who later decides to identify as female and the case gets to court, the victim would have to refer to the man that raped her as she. Yes. I mean... Yeah, because we- because women can't rape. Is that yeah? The, it's like no, no, no. Just fucking... that. Re, don't you know the only thing stopping the men's from raping the women's is the 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 symbol on the outside of the bathrooms. Without that, it would be total anarchy. I hate this conversation. I don't like to. Fa- I, I feel. I feel. I feel like even though I am yeah, I, like yeah. confident, I'm correct. I feel like so. That's the thing is that 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 this is specifically why they frame the arguments with these cases and they trot out like sex offenders and rapists and shit like as like they put them like at the front of their arguments because you know it's really 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 uncomfortable to say like you know oh yeah this person is a like did a bunch of terrible shit but like they don't deserve to if you treat them like as men in this situation, it means that all of our genders are contingent on our behavior. Essentially. Right. Exactly. Well, it, it also shows a very misandrous streak to turfs, which is a, a conversation yeah. for another day. Um, mm-hmm. But it's also interesting in terms of the fact that every time I see these arguments, it's always brought up in a hypothetical. Like, yes, there are sex offenders that identify as this. But at the same time, too, it's like, oh, could you imagine what would happen if this happened? Oh, God, wouldn't that be awful? It's like, yeah, that would be terrible in a weird situation. It hasn't fucking happened yet, but it would be terrible yeah. if it did. Um, like, there, I can't remember what it was, but there's, like, a joke of that that it was, uh, like, an old, like, media, like, reporter joke where they count, like, the, to count to three, it's one, two, trend. Yes. But with these trans people, if they, it's just trend. If one person does one thing, it's trend. And if two people do something it's all of us exactly 
Like, and we live, and like, you know, especially when you're like, you know, if you include, like, if they're mostly counting the Anglosphere, which is like millions and millions and millions and millions of people, they're gonna find this type of shit. They're gonna find some, like, I don't, I didn't read the article, so I don't know the situation. Some dude who's like, oh, actually, I'm a woman. I, yeah. officer, like, treat me, treat me as such. Like, you're gonna find that. It's, millions of people in a fucked up world yeah exactly i mean like, that's not a tr- that's not a trend that's not a like a cycle and the annoying thing too is like you can look through historically like a lot of these uh uh like articles and like they're supposed to be presented in good faith which they're obviously we know they're not um are, are very similar to like the articles that were used when segregation was ending and so it was just like you know if we let black women to the you know f- you know to the bathroom what are black men gonna do you know and we all knew that was bullshit but it was presented under the guise of oh we're just concerned for these people and it's like, no, this is not how this works ever. This is always used as a smokescreen to well, oppress and target certain groups. Well, in, in that, like using that example, you know, back then, the only thing stopping black men from, like, sexually assaulting white women was this segregation. And even now it's like, oh, the only thing stopping men from sexually assaulting women is the fact that we have these separate washrooms even though men and women can be trusted in all other situations and also like it's always adults and like if you they do something illegal they'll be treated doing as anyway and also they're always bringing children into the thing which i never get because like any child like old like who is too like young to go into the washroom alone always goes into the washroom of the parent that they're with yeah, exactly. regardless of sex it doesn't yeah. make any sense <laughs> oh exactly all right uh, here's the last paragraph let's let's do this and then we can treat ourselves to a post uh episode uh beer well i can you're already drinking um women's rights are not only being eliminated but the right to be a woman is being extended to men this orwellian madness has to stop let me finish let me finish <laughs> i knew it i knew as soon as i said that let me finish the likes of always should not cave into trans activists, but rather should recognize that people boosting their profits and using their products are women and only women. That last paragraph, let's, 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 just, let's just zoom in on that last paragraph really quick and do this uh, sentence by sentence, because I think there was a lot of information in that last outro that we could kind of dissect. Also, take, take a shot whenever like some fucking right-wing reactionary says the word Orwellian. Yeah, exactly. So women's rights are not only being eliminated, but the right to be a woman is being extended to men. So a couple things in there. Uh, first off, this article, and I would like to remind everybody, is about printing on a pad an esoteric cultural symbol that is sometimes attributed to like represent femininity and it's not even the pad it's the packaging the pad comes in so i mean like even if it's like somehow women feel more comfortable with that symbol down in their cooch uh and the trans men that need it as well uh, it's bullshit like it's just like there's so we've gone from uh, rights of women are being eliminated to from uh, they no longer have this on packaging, which is, you know, wonderful. Uh, so this Orwellian, this Orwellian madness has to stop. Again, as Re pointed out, uh, the right always likes to bring up Orwellian madness or 1984 shit. Um, I don't really see how this is Orwellian. That's kind of like fucking like what? We're being nice to people that word, now? That word, that, that word has no meaning anymore. Exactly. Like, especially like, I mean... Like, Ollie from Philosophy Tube did a really good video about the way that people misuse the concept of, like, Orwellianness in the sense that, like, expanding words and, like, restructuring terminology to, like, 
you know, adding new words into the lexicon and expanding the meaning of words is the opposite of what actually happens in the book. In the book, the whole, like, purpose of, like, the new speaker or whatever is to reduce the amount of words so people can, like, say, can, you know, uh, say less complicated ideas and therefore can be more easily controlled. So adding the word, applying the word cisgendered to not trans people is not Orwelling it. It's the opposite. If when you say, oh, there's trans people and not trans people or like, you know, tr not, not normal people, that is, that's Orwellian. That's what Orwellian is. And when you reduce shit, that's what Orwellian means. So I'm like imagining that uh, there's fucking like just gospel music playing because that's actually that's that's, oh. that's a perfect rant i love it i got i got it and and also i just want to go to the product the the product they're using is used by women and only women yeah all right yeah that's let's, get, let's get per, let's let, let's get let's get personal for a second okay um i am i am i am post-op so in turf terminology i am a man who has had some sort of horrible genital mutilation to to fulfill my mental illness okay to, to, fine. to invade get... women's spaces you forgot that that's the yeah. whole point of this whole yeah. long ordeal isolation from friends and family is so that you can get into women's spaces exclusively yep. and somehow get yep. away with I... whatever you're about to do yep no i've been I, I use this whole thing as a way to piss in the women's washroom and interact with nobody <laughs> and to talk to people every day and get treated like a woman and get some sort of sick th thrill from having to put up with fucking sexist bullshit yeah mm, oh, see look, look we can make Anyways, up sh uh, shitty scenarios too look at us we're, we're so pro after my genital mutilation as you do there th there has been so not to get too disgusting but there has been levels of discharge in different situations and what the doctors prescribe said uh, you should use and what i have used many times is pats and there you i go. am a, I, I i i am a, a man with a very specific condition that required me to use these because there was there's no pad there uh, sadly sadly the trans people have not forced there to be pads specifically for men i know yeah no exactly uh, also too uh, as a very uh, interesting thing too i i would like to point out that one of the original uses uh for tampons was on the battlefield to stop certain soldiers uh wounds from bleeding out you know i'm just saying that fascinating yeah so i'm just saying that you know even by that definition yeah no it's it's like the tampons and pads have lots of different uses uh if you're my so if, if, the, the, the turfs are disrespecting the troops exactly uh so if you're blue lives matter and somehow listening to our podcast first off good for you Secondly, you should probably hate TERFs because uh, they are saying that uh, somehow police and military are irrelevant. They're disrespecting your ancestors. <laughs> Disrespect authority. All right. So, yes, that was from The Telegraph UK by Caving Into Trans Activists Always Have Eliminated Women. By the way, I, now that I reread that uh, title as well, uh, it's very interesting because it somehow uh, puts out there that, like, always... Uh, somehow had power over women that exclusively like somehow by doing this they've now erased women which is hilarious to me uh like as 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 if there isn't fucking okay like the entire concept of like pink washing there is like pink washing is a thing where things are like specifically tiered towards women and like therefore and charged more including and like as if pad pads are overpriced for a ne ne necessary commodity and they're acting like this is the problem and also like any trans person who says like they haven't 
fallen for the pink washing shit themselves mm-hmm. is fucking lying. Like it's all this is all a way to make money off of people. I buy I buy women's razors. Men's razors are cheaper. They do, they work just as well. Uh, I mean, like it is like there are some times where I like I don't know like I still like go for whatever's on sale. But there are some times where there's like there's two things and one's like pinker, and I'm just like, eh, you know what? Why not? Also, too, as a side note, I've looked up the author on this, Julie Bindel, who by the way is on Twitter. So if any of you want to give feedback on this episode, uh, please send all your comments to at Bindel J, spelled B I N D E L J. Uh, and let her know about the show. Uh, we would love to get her feedback uh, of how we are uh, erasing women. Um, so that would be cool uh, here on Tranifesto. I'm sure we would feed into whatever delusion she has. By the way, she also wins uh, the prize for world's saddest looking uh, woman. Um, so, sorry, I mean, I, cisgender, which, which, which I, cisgender. That's what we're supposed to say. I was going to say, because I, I, I like to believe that I have won the award from saddest looking woman, <laughs> which I said... Oh, an award I have taken away as a man from cis people for too many years in a row. Oh, my God. All right. Well, anyways, thank you all again for joining us for this week's uh, Gay Agenda. Again, Amy should be joining us for our uh, our our big end of the month uh, spooktacular. Woo! Woo! Um, where we review and we all have very uh, uh, long takes on the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Because all of us have very, uh, we'll say different opinions, but in a good way. Uh, so it should be in some interesting dialogue. Um, so please join us for that. Uh, if we don't all yell at each other uh, and uh, call each other derogatory terms, uh, like non-passing and um, cisgender, apparently. Um, so that's, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. It's a <laughs> Like, it's so sad because there was, like, I can't make the joke because there was a recent, like, remake of Rocky Horror, but I can't make the joke about, like, a, like, super woke version where they take out the word transvestite and stuff like that. Oh my god, I wonder if, I gotta research it for that episode, but I wonder if they did sweet transgender from transsexual Transylvania. That's worse. I know. so much worse. I know. I just wanted to see how woke it is. Because here's the thing, I've watched this movie at least two dozen times. I love it. But I I think what I'll do for the sake of this upcoming episode is I'll watch the remake to see how Mm. that held up. Uh, I think I can find a, a copy of it somewhere. But I, I specifically avoided it because it looked god-awful. It looked like a remake for liberals. But yeah, Which sucks because I, I like... Uh, what's her fucking Laura Cox or whatever? Yeah, Laverne Cox. Laverne Cox, right. Fuck, I'm the worst. <laughs> Cancelled. Anyways, we won't get into it too much because we don't want to spoil it for next week's episode. So anyways, uh, I'm Madeline Hops. I'm at rabbit underscore is dead on Twitter and Twitch. Um, and, uh, I think that's pretty much the only places I exist. I don't even really exist in reality. So, uh, if you're looking for me there, uh, I don't exist. I did just finish watching though, uh, season four of channel zero, uh, which was disappointing. Uh, seasons one through three are absolutely fantastic. If you love horror, um, I'm currently making my way through creep show, the, uh, the redone one. And that is absolutely amazing. If you like, uh, pulpy horror, uh, please sign on to Shutter. It's very cheap. It's an all horror movie streaming service. If you use promo code Tranifesto69, no, I wish. I that God, I would lose my mind. Um, 
So yeah, check that out. Also, too, if you have a chance, please head over to our sister pod, October Pod, mostly because A, they are a sister pod and we love them dearly. And um, if you are listening to us, guys, hi. Um, but also because I did lend my voice to their uh, Halloween episode and along with a bunch of other great and fantastic people. They're great and fantastic. I'm not so much. So uh, please head over there and support them as best you can. And I'm Ree Carter at R-H-I-R-H-I-C-A-R-T-E-R. I need to figure out a way to just get at Ree Carter. I wish there was a way to do that. And I... I and I've been good listening to the band The Creep Show. So if any, if you like, and that is a just a Canadian, Canadian, so good. Canadian content, Psychobilly, then you should go listen to that. Yeah, that, that was a, that was a joke piggybacking after me. I'm not doing anything. <laughs> um, that's about it. All right. Well, thanks all again for joining us, and we'll po- see you again next week. Apologies again for the late episode. Uh, blame. Mm, I want to say re on this one. Anyways, we love you all. I, I, I accept it. Bye. Bye. Okay, bye. <laughs>